It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Locked On. 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 Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. And joining me today, as always, is Landon McCool. You can check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. You can also listen to him on the Best Coast Boys podcast. Landon, what's going on, sir? So much. <laughs> Everywhere. All, all yeah. across the country. Uh, but we are here to, to continue to talk about Cowboys football. We're going to try and stay in our lane and, you know, Talk about football as long as it's still happening and relevant. Right. Um, Let's go ahead and talk about Cowboys practice. They did have practice on Thursday morning. Uh, It seemed like it was another intense practice. Uh, We do have a little bit of injury news. Um, The Cowboys did get back offensive tackles Tyron Smith, Lyle Collins, and Cam Irving. While all three of those guys are still working up to participating in 11-on-11s, it seems like they're getting closer to being ready for game action once we get there. Uh, But the group did suffer another injury on Thursday as offensive tackle Mitch Hyatt uh, suffered a knee injury and he was carted off the field. Landon, let's just go ahead and start there. How concerned are we about the Cowboys' offensive tackle situation, considering that Tyron Smith has been injured, Lyle Collins hasn't practiced at all, Cam Irving's been missing time? Are are, are we concerned about that position going forward? I mean, I think we're concerned of the fact that we haven't you know really seen anything along these lines yet, and I think that that part is you know certainly concerning. But I, I would say that you know this is probably the COVID training camp equivalent of what, you know, Tyron Smith probably goes through every year to a certain degree. Uh, Lael Collins is a little different because, you know, I, I think there were issues with the fact that the, such a disjointed offseason that he didn't actually get the offseason training that maybe he was used to. So, you know, there is some working into shape with him. I'm not necessarily concerned for the season. I, I just, I think I'm, I'm at the point where, 
you know, we haven't heard or seen a ton about Tyron and Lale because they haven't, you know, been practicing a ton. Yeah. Um, so it's it's hard to kind of form any kind of opinion as to you know where they are at the up and down slopes of their career. But I, you know, I think uh, I trust those guys. I mean, those guys are obviously one of them is All Pro Hall of Fame level level, and the other one is an ascending player who is working his way towards that. It feels like so. Uh, I, I I don't really have any doubts that when it comes to, you know, time for game time, that those two will be okay. Uh, Cam Irving is a little more concerning just because, uh, I mean, I don't think he's a great player, so I think he needs practice reps, <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I, I think that, like I, like we've mentioned before, I, I really like Brandon Knight a lot. I, I We haven't heard a ton good or bad about him, and maybe that's good, maybe it's not. Um, I would say that's good with, probably. This, with the amount of you know news we're getting, yeah. because I, I think if he was looking bad, we'd hear Yeah, because we are hearing the names of the Wyatts, what's his names, and the guy, like the sixth and seventh. Wyatt tech. Miller. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. I mean, we, we are hearing their their names as they are getting, you know, posterized by Everson Griffin's, you know, inside spin move, but, you know, I think I think that you know, the, top, the top two guys will be back, they'll be fine. Um, you know, losing Mitch Hyatt I mean, I feel for the kid a lot, but I was never really a, a huge fan as much as you know. I think yeah. the, the undrafted free agent watchers were. I, you know, I think people assume. I mean, he, he's as I say, he doesn't have. I mean, he has a lot of great accolades, right? His resume is incredible. Yeah, his re- his college Absolutely. resume is unbelievable, but it, it is not you know a, a, a translation to an NFL resume necessarily. The NFL. Yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, I think I think you should feel pretty good about the Cowboys' offensive line heading into the season. I don't think I wouldn't worry about what their tackle situation looks like here on August twenty seventh yeah. with two what more than two weeks until week one. I think they're going to be fine. Um, I do worry a little bit about the depth, and I worried about that before we even got to training camp because I just I don't like Cam Irving all that much as a backup tackle. Uh, we'll see about Brandon Knight, but uh, I, I just think that's. I mean, I don't think anybody feels good about their backup tackles in today's NFL. There's no. just not a lot, enough yeah. quality offensive linemen, so um, not all that surprising. Um, let's take a quick break so we can tell you guys about Rock Auto. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts to customers online for 20 years. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write locked on in the how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com today. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. 
If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Okay, Landon, speaking of the offensive tackles, uh, they had a rough day today blocking Bradley and I, who had, according to David Helbin, two or three sacks in the 11-on-11 period. Um, After, I would say, somewhat of a slow start to camp, it seems like he's really starting to turn it on. And again, it could be just due to the the tackle situation the Cowboys have. but what are we expecting from Bradley and I this year? What, what's the what's the hope for the fifth round rookie from Utah? It's you know it, it's tough to kind of settle on those kind of down roster roles. I mean he he definitely has been been impressing and it, and you know I think it's been enough that it's you know it's I think it qualifies as as a drum beat as we've mentioned before and. I think mm-hmm. is is actually a football guy's term, so I want to make sure that we we give proper deference to uh, Cecil Lammy. I think is who came up with the, the drumbeat term. Yeah, and Sigmund, Sigmund Bloom, Bloom, yeah, both, both those guys. guys. So, uh, I, I you know I think that the problem here is is obviously numbers for him, and and there are a lot of numbers at this position. I mean, just since they've drafted him, they they brought in a Pro Bowl defensive end at his position. So. Yeah. Uh, and that's also not including the waiting in the wings, Randy Gregory. You know, so uh, and we don't really know what the situation is there. We don't really have any updates there. Maybe the team knows more than we do. But uh, you know, I think at this point, you know, I think at this point, if Randy Gregory doesn't come back, you know, anytime soon, uh, I, I think he ekes on the team. Uh, and, and not that he doesn't deserve, you know, to be a, a solid, you know, a written and pinned, because just based on the way he's played, I think he, he deserves a certain amount of that. But I, I just think the problem is that there is a huge numbers game right now. And, uh, yeah. you know, even guys like Tyron Smith, I mean, uh, uh, Tyron, Crawford, Tyron Crawford, like, even, you know, he's playing a lot of DT because of the injury, but he's still a defensive end at the end of the day. And so uh, sure. it, it's just, I think. I definitely think he makes the team, or I, I, I hope he makes the team. But if he doesn't, I'm not going to be shocked because I, I just think that there is, there are only certain amount of, of these guys that they can take, and it's he's not the only young player who's putting up a good fight. It sounds like Dorrance Armstrong's having a really good camp too, and, and, and you know again these are guys who are. You know, any other year that would be great, and you'd be like, okay, great, they'll, they'll be like the second guy and rotating in. But this is the year where you have three written in pen, you know, defensive ends, and then you've got a, another fourth guy who, you know, if he gets reinstated, you feel pretty confident is going to definitely be on the team. And, and then after that, you've got Crawford, and then one spot probably, mm-hmm. you know, and, and so. I, I think it'll be interesting. I think Anai is definitely the, the, the lead for that, that spot. But I, I think that, you know, depending on just the pure numbers game, it feels like there's going to be a talented pass rusher put on the street when the when the roster cuts come down. Yeah, so my my guess is here that and I think you would agree, of the two players. Dorrance Armstrong probably has the higher value around the league, right? Just because we have a lot of tape of him. So would it be completely shocking to see the Cowboys move him for a conditional seventh-round pick uh, to a team instead of just outright cut him? You know, I I just think there's there's enough 
teams around the league that need defensive end help. And a guy that's, I believe, 23 years old that started games in the NFL that it's got a bunch of tape out there. I, I just think that he has probably more value. But if you ask the Cowboys privately, I almost wonder if they like Bradley and I better because, you know, I think he's a little further along as a, a pure pass rusher. Um, and he, I mean, again, he's going to be cheaper, right? He, he's mm-hmm. a, a draft pick that was picked a whole round later. You have four years of control under him rather than, I believe, what this was be Dorrance Armstrong's third year, uh-huh. I think. Or, yeah. Third or fourth year. Fourth year. Yeah. So. I, I just wonder if that's ultimately how this is going to play out. They'll they'll ship him to somewhere else to be a fourth defensive end and pick up a late round pick, and you know you end up keeping the better player anyway. So uh, I just think it's really encouraging to see that Bradley and I is producing for the Cowboys this year. I, I, I um, would definitely this, trade for him too. I was just going to say I, I, I would. Dorrance Armstrong is a kid that you mentioned it young when he came into the oh, league absolutely. and now has a ton of experience and is only 23 years old he would be something that i think is trade worthy because he you know has he's on the up and up you've got a team that's deep at this position i i think that all, some teams should would would love to probably take advantage of all that of that experience and youth and and see what they could produce you know he might this might be the year that he's putting it all together it just could be a, a terrible timing with all the other players on the team Absolutely. Um, let's get through some other practice notes, uh, courtesy of David Hellman of DallasCowboys.com. Uh, this this one we've talked about a couple different times now, but Greg Zerline continues to impress. Uh, he made six kicks today during their team period. He's now 24 of 24 from camp. His long was from 48 yards. Um, I, I think this is a big deal considering some of the kicking woes the Cowboys have had over the last two years. I mean, I know it's too early to say that the Cowboys have – quote-unquote, solve their kicking situation. But you've got to feel pretty good about where the Cowboys stand right now with Greg Zerline, right? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, at this point, the, you know, especially when you, when you consider where you've come from at different points, you know, where, where you, you've had all kinds of keeping track of the kickers and, 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 and you know, is having competitions that you didn't know were competitions <laughs> at the time. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, I, I think at this point to have a, a guy that you feel like is, I mean, he, he is, he's your only kicker on the team and he's made every kick in, in, in training camp. I think that that speaks volumes about where your position is. And I think it at least gives you a, uh, a sense of relief. You know, I mean, that's really all, I think all you're looking for when you talk about a kicker, if you're, you know, I think you just don't want him to get in the way. So, if he's if he's out yes. there kicking all these field goals and making it making all of them, there's nothing for anybody to complain about. There's nothing for anyone to say anything about it. I, it's definitely worth noting because you know he's he's done a very good job. Uh, but it's also funny because I mean normally kickers aren't something that you know, t- people are commenting too much about in training camp. It's just that we've now had such bad experience this last two years that it, it, it's it's noteworthy now that, that our kicker is making all the, all these gimme kicks. Yeah, you just want consistency from that position more than anything else. And it seems like Zerline is 100% healthy. He's making kicks when they need to. It's not one of these things where he's 5 for 5 one day and 2 for 5 the other day. Uh, this is what we wanted to see from the Cowboys kicker uh, situation heading into the year. 
Um, let's take a quick break, and we'll come back with more news from the Cowboys' practice on Thursday. Um, but talking about erectile dysfunction isn't easy. Usually we just brush it off or blame ourselves by saying things like we had a long day at work or we're just not feeling it. But with Roman, it's easy to talk about with a real healthcare professional who can prescribe real medication. It's simple, safe, and totally discreet. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort from your comfort and privacy of your home. A healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, Roman will ship it to you with free two-day shipping. Go to GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNFL. If approved, you'll get $15 off your first order of ED treatment. That's GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNFL. GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNFL. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Um, all right, Landon, let's continue to talk about the Cowboys practice. And it seems like this is about the third day in a row we've talked about Trevon Diggs impressing. Uh, he had another intercept- interception in team period. Uh, he had some tight coverage on Noah Brown on a play that Noah Brown ended up just taking away. Um, with Awuzie and Jordan Lewis now you know, out for the next week or so, uh, it's important that Diggs is stepping up in practice. Uh, I'm just going to ask you this, Landon. How likely do you think it is that when we open up week one against the Los Angeles Rams that Diggs is one of the starting outside cornerbacks? It's seeming more and more likely. Uh, it's, you know, I think we, again, to refer to the drumbeat, and, and I think outside of CeeDee Lamb, who has, I mean, routinely made the in, impossible possible with his training camp reports, yeah. uh, CeeDee uh Diggs has been the guy that you've heard the, the strongest drumbeat about for of all the rookies, and and as it should be, he's a second round pick. Um, but I think that even then, you know, the uh, expectations were high for him, for him uh, in a way that they needed to be high because we needed him to come out and uh, and perform and play. And I think the other depth. I mean, if he had, if he had come out and been. You know, not if he would have struggled, they would have been. Yeah, okay. they would have been okay. Daryl Worley. Or yeah, whatever. I think that that he probably would have fallen back in, in a different you know depth spot in the death chart, but they probably would yeah. have been fine. I think the way it's turned out is the way they they had hoped, where he's taking advantage of it, he's making plays in the football, and in a defense where disruption is happening in the backfield, uh, he's a guy who. Maybe more so than guys that Cowboys have had in the last few years. He's a guy that when the ball's in the air, it may be a misguided throw is in the air. He's someone who can actually take advantage of and, and high point the ball, go after it, and attack the ball like a yep, wide receiver. Yep. Uh, and I think he's well. Uh, just to, just to, I was going to say just to kind of fill in there. I think I think Byron is one of the best cornerbacks in the league. But I think I think you're right in this sense, right? If this is going to be a more aggressive blitzing defense. You do probably want a corner with a little bit more ball skills and just a, a better feel of how to make plays when the ball is in the air. I think in the previous scheme, I think Byron is a better fit. 
I almost think in this scheme, Diggs is a better fit. And that has nothing against Byron Jones. Yeah, I mean, again, I think it's it's you're trying to do two different things. Like with this defense, the the, the pass rush is trying to get to you and throw, force a throw on air and throw, and 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 you know the 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 corners are trying to hold on just long enough to you know make you sit in the pocket for for you to get sacked. With the the other defense, with the way it was things were at least with the way things were running last year, they were trying to. Co- out cover you until the sack got there you know and and i think byron is good at sticking with his receivers and being sticky and when you're that kind of athlete you can stick with almost anybody but but the problem is is that when the ball's in the air or there's a contested ball uh or if it's just thrown up he's he was not great at that he's not great at catching the football he's not great at locating the football and, and 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 getting his hand on it that just wasn't part of his game and again that's you know, no shame or anything. It's just not what they're no. looking for in this defense, and they certainly weren't going to pay top market dollar for a guy who doesn't necessarily fit what they're trying to do. So, uh, it, you know, the, the shift has been more towards attack up front and then let the guys in the back end attack the football in the air. And I think that Diggs is, you know, maybe despite being a rookie, maybe the best suited for that sort of role, just because of uh, of his playing style and and his you know his specific set of athletic skills yeah i agree i think Diggs is somebody that i'm really excited to see this year because i I just think he's a perfect fit in this defense and i think not only is he a perfect fit i think he's a perfect fit with the coaching staff right being coached up by al harris is perfect it it just it fits his game so well and i think he's going to have a lot of success right away he's certainly going to get beat a bunch he, rookie cornerbacks tend to do that, but I do think he's going to be able to make enough plays uh, to be a, a good cornerback for the Cowboys this year. All right, Landon, our last uh, show note or you know practice note I want to talk about is Xavier Woods. Uh, according to Kyle Yeomans of DallasCowboys.com, Xavier Woods has been fantastic over the last two weeks, continuing to make play after play. Uh, I, I saw, he had a nice press conference the other yeah. day talking about uh, a throw to Blake Jarwin that he would have lit up Jarwin. I, I just thought that was funny. You can see his mentality as a safety, but um, I I really am excited about his fit in this defense as well because I think he's a player that is better when he can be in a multiple defense and he's not lining up in the same spot all the time. You know, I think if you, if he's down in the box or if he's in a slot or if he's a single high. I think he can be a, a star in this league. What are you expecting from Woods this season? Uh, you know, I mean, I've I've been on the precipice of waiting for him to break out for two years. You know, and I think he's taken yeah. steps every single year. He has gotten better and, and improved every single year. I still am waiting to see, um, you know, just how he takes that last that next step in this year. And I think. Uh, this is a big one for him. You know, we're, we're in the contract yeah. years and, and, and it's, it's really a time to kind of lay it all on the line. Uh, I think that this is a, a defense that's even more in line with his skill set because he is so versatile. Um, I, I think, you know, it'll really help to get a safety who uh, is just reliable and can be like, uh, you know, can play opposite of him so that he can kind of do all the many things that he does well and that, that you take advantage of, including, you know, kind of playing that robber role, playing a little bit of man coverage, just kind of mixing it up what he's doing, not necessarily only playing single safety high. Uh, I think that's where we get uh, uh, the most out of Xavier Woods. So um, 
uh, you know, the reports have, have been coming out have been great. I, I'm not, I can't say that I'm surprised because I'm, you know, like I said, I'm a big believer in Xavier Woods and have been and been waiting for this breakout season. So I'm hoping that this is the year that you really see uh, the next. You know, like I said, the last few years have been good with Xavier Woods, but they still aren't what I've expected based on what we've seen from training camp. Uh, so I'm right, looking forward right. to this being more of a breakout year and more of a year where you know things start really happening for him and 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 you know maybe even a Pro Bowl or you know that sort of that sort of level of play. Right, I just think he's too talented not to be a Pro Bowl level uh, safety in the NFL, and I think in Mike Nolan's defense. I think we're finally going to see that unlocked as he's a movable chess piece on defense that can do so many different things and do them at a high level. That is it for today's show. Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow the show at Locked on Cowboys. You can follow Landon at McCoolBCB. And I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. And we will see you next time. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.